it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes or Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. We're entertaining meets informative. Let me tell you something. This man is so damn funny, it isn't funny. Mark K, you're good to go, man. I would marry me some Mark K. Mark K. A fresh perspective on today's issues. You are doing a great job today, buddy. Mark K is always good in my book. Just settle down a little bit. You talk too fast. Other than that, I love you. This is the Mark K Show. I do talk too fast, so there's a reason for that. First of all, I'm excited all the time about everything. Second of all, uh, I drink a lot of coffee because I wake up early in the morning. What's up? It's the Mark K Show. My name's Mark K, and I had extra coffee today because I was I was up late last night watching election returns. All right, that's that's not true. It was the most boring election, I, I primary election. I mean, I think I can remember, except for the except for on the Democratic side. That's where the that's where the excitement came in. Huh? We saw we saw um, this candidate come from behind, really outspent by everyone else. We I was even even talking about, uh, you know, uh, did about all the other candidates yesterday as we were going through Gwen. You know, we thought uh, we thought what's her name? Uh, Gwen Graham was going to was going to be facing Ron DeSantis or Adam Putnam in the um, in the uh, in the election come November. But turns out that she's going to be sitting at home like the rest of us watching it on TV or listening to the radio. It was uh, it was, you know, Ron DeSantis. I will say this. I had a feeling he was going to pull ahead. I did not know he was going to shellac Adam Putnam the way he did. I did not. I mean, when you, I don't even know. Let me, let me, I'm trying to pull up the returns here. Uh, Florida state election primary returns. I was on looking at it this morning, but it was something like what, 59% or something like that? Let me get the official results here. Here we go. Ron DeSantis with, uh, like all the precincts reporting. Uh, let's see what he had. He had, he had almost double. He had almost double the votes of of Adam Putnam, which you know Bob White and everyone else didn't even didn't even factor in. I mean, it was it was not even close. It was not as close as anyone was led to believe. Not nearly as close as it was on the Democratic side, where Andrew Gillum pulled ahead of everybody. I mean, everybody. Phil Levine and Gwen Graham, who who had the second most number of votes, but a three percentage points, uh, three percentage points separated them. And Andrew Gillum came from behind. He is the first uh, first African American. American who could be governor of the state of Florida. He's young. He's 39 years old. He's backed by Bernie Sanders, and he's taken a lot of money from George Soros. So clearly, Florida is divided. Here's what's happening in this Florida election. And as Florida goes, I believe so will the country. As Florida goes, I believe so will the country. You have on one side Ron DeSantis, super conservative, you know, a former Navy lawyer. Uh, you know, he's he's been in politics and he has a strict, you know, anti-crime, you know, high nationalism agenda. Wants to teach civics in school the way that we haven't been doing, you know, citizenship and all that kind of stuff. And here he comes with the backing of Donald Trump, the most popular president in recent memory. When it when you talk about when you talk about the uh, you know when you talk about um, you do public opinion and and he comes in and Donald Trump comes to Tampa and basically that Trump endorsement just pushes Ron DeSantis over the edge not even close almost almost a million votes uh, to Adam Putnam's five hundred ninety one thousand fifty six point five percent to Adam Putnam's thirty six percent it's a twenty percentage point uh, victory. Ron DeSantis, extremely popular with conservatives and with Republicans here in the state of Florida. And you match that up with the candidate who is backed by Bernie Sanders, the current frontrunner 
for the Democratic seat or the Democratic uh, candidate for president. He's the front runner to be the candidate for the Democratic Party in 2020. Mark my word, there is no one else near even close to Bernie Sanders. So now here in Florida, you've got a little presidential election. You've got little Trump and little Bernie, and they're going to be going head to head. There is no moderation in this. There is no center ground. There is no there is no I'm sort of conservative, sort of liberal. No, you people are pointless. Those of you with the fence post up your butt who are just, you know, waiting to see which way the wind is going to blow you over the fence. This is not an election about you. This is an election about hardcore conservative values, fiscal conservatism, uh, strong on crime, strong on on the economy, you know, cutting taxes. This is about this is about bringing more jobs to Florida. This is about this is about giving you more of your money. And this is about border security and keeping immigration you know, keeping illegal Im- immigrants out of the country. And now you've got on the other side a completely socialist agenda, as far left as you can get. And that's what's going to be battling it out here for the next 70 days. The next 70 days, you're going to have Trump versus Sanders. They're going to be called Ron DeSantis, okay, on one side. And uh, they're going to be called, uh, you know, what's his name, Gillum on the other. So you've got... <laughs> So, I mean, it, it's really interesting how this Andrew Gillum and Ron DeSantis are basically the precursor to 2020. And Florida is a pretty, I mean, Florida is a pretty diverse state. It We go blue, we go red, we went for Obama, we went for Trump. As Florida goes, it seems to be that's the way the country goes as well. Think back to 2000. Florida just barely just barely punching enough dimpled chads for Bush, and that was what pushed him over the edge in the Supreme Court. And, you know, what? I, I, you've heard all the story. I mean, you guys have lived through this. So you know what happened in 2000. But as Florida goes, so goes the country. So don't think that everybody isn't going to be looking at this race. Now, the other thing that's interesting about this race is that as soon as Gillum beat Gwen Graham. As soon as that was called, all the attention in the media was on him. It was off of Ron DeSantis. It was all on Andrew Gillum. And the reason is because Ron DeSantis clobbered his opponent with the Trump endorsement. And nobody in the media wants to talk about that. Nobody in the media, nobody on on CNN, nobody on on MSNBC, nobody in, in any of CBS, ABC, whatever. They don't want to get on and report, well, another Donald Trump-backed candidate has won in a massively important state, a swing state, if you will, in a massive victory. Nobody wants to admit that one of the most important states in any presidential election, don't don't think it's not. Florida is one of the golden states when it comes to when it comes to elect uh, electoral votes, when it comes to winning elections, when it comes to swinging elections one way or the other. Florida is the gold standard. Florida is so important. We play such a role in not just national politics, but international politics, because we so often decide the presidency. And the press doesn't want to look at the state of Florida and say, oh, my God, Donald Trump went into Tampa, did a did a rally for Ron DeSantis. And now the guy wins by 20 points. It's a nightmare for them. It's a huge headache. It shows them that Donald Trump's support in the state of Florida is stronger than ever. And now you pit him against a little Bernie Sanders who has just as left wing an agenda, just as socialist views and agenda items and ideas of how this state should go. And you give him money from George Soros. 
Because let's face it, he didn't have any money beforehand. You know who's going to be here next? I guarantee that Ocasio-Cortez is going to be here running side-by-side with Andrew Gillum. And in, in, in she's going to be going, taking him to Miami, taking him to Tampa, taking him to Orlando, taking him to Broward County. They're going to be going up and down the coast. It's going to be the Gillum-Cortez-Sanders Express. And they're going to blanket the state trying to hand out freebies to everyone and trying to get everybody on the left to come to together and vote on this hyper left wing agenda. And so it's it's now Ron DeSantis's job to come in with his team and hammer home the message that Gillum is too liberal for not just the state of Florida, but for really anybody. It's now Ron DeSantis's job to start off and say Terry, uh, not Terry, Andrew Gillum is. I keep thinking of Terry Gilliam, the uh, the filmmaker. I don't know why. Andrew Gillum is way too left leaning for the state of Florida. That's going to be the battle, and I think in many ways, in many ways, it makes Ron DeSantis's job a lot easier because had he faced someone like Gwen Graham, who moderates could get behind, I think he would have had a tougher battle. But now. You moderates, the ones I said, you know, I told you earlier this election ain't about you. I guarantee more of them are going to swing and and think about Ron DeSantis and agree with his views than uh, than they will Andrew Gillum. Uh, that that's my that's as I see this today. That's how I believe the election's going to go in November. Got to take a break. Three four zero one zero four five is the number. Very exciting rate. We'll talk a little bit about Rick Scott, but as I said before, everyone knew he was going to win. Uh, so I want to get into this gubernatorial race a little bit more too. Three four zero one zero four five. This is the setup for twenty twenty. The presidential election is being run this November right here in the state of Florida. Do you disagree? 340-1045. This is the Marque Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Hey, Mark K. I know you're married, so you're used to this. I told you so. So I told you so. Yesterday, you were telling us that you voted for Troutman. Uh, because your children liked his commercials, I think you said. And uh, some kid in the commercial, I guess his child, had a bow in their hair. So anyway, hopefully you um, vote a little smarter next time. Like maybe look up the candidates because Matt Caldwell blew all of them out of the water as a conservative. Uh, just saying. Thanks. Love your show. Bye. But by the way, it wasn't just a bow; it was a JoJo bow, which it, I'll be honest with you is uh, it, it draws a strong connection to my household. Uh, yeah, Baxter Troutman went down in flames. Uh, a couple of other candidates, but it, it seems like conservatives won across the ballot. Ashley Moody um, for Attorney General, and of course Rick Scott beat out Rocky De La Fuente. What's the name? De La, De La Duarte. I even forget his name. Hang on, I have it. I have it right here. And I, you know what? I was shocked about that. In fact, I want to mention that quickly before we get to the phones. Three four zero. 1045 is the number, by the way. 340-1045 is our number. You can also leave me an open mic, and we have a bunch of open mics. So, okay, Rick Scott, Rocky De La Fuente. Rocky De La Fuente, who I joked yesterday, had uh, been put on the ballot in nine different states. That's not a joke. That's true. This guy hates Donald Trump so much that he just wants to run wherever he can find a seat. I don't even really know where the guy lives, but he was on the ballot in Florida. He'd already lost in like several other states. And I said, Rick Scott running against Rocky De La Fuente could be the first person in history to get every single vote. I was also mistaken. Rocky De La Fuente 
got 186,615 votes, which should scare you because there's 186,615 people in the state of Florida who are willing to vote for somebody who doesn't even live here and is so desperate to become a senator that they will put their ballot on any state election that will have them. 186,000 people could be somebody you work with, could be your neighbor. Could be the teacher at your kid's school. Could be that that creepy friend uh, of your kid's parent who you never trusted anyway. You never know. But there's 186,000 people out there who voted for Rocky De La Fuente against Rick Scott. And these are these are registered Republicans. I mean, again, I'd like to point that out. Rick Scott handedly beat him, however, with 88.6% of the vote. He now goes on to uh, to meet Bill Nelson. Who is, uh, who is uncontested. But, uh, we had, we had Dave on the line in Manor. I'm gonna play you some of the open mics and some of the things Ron DeSantis said after his victory and, uh, some of the things that are already going on. Uh, all some of the dirty politics and the dirty pool that the Democrats are already playing. But let's get to Dave in Mandarin. Dave, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Dave, you there? Dave's, I hear that Dave is there, but he's obviously not listening Hello. to the phone. Oh, Dave! Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear hey, me, Bubba? Hey, hey, sorry about that. I had to take it off Bluetooth. Uh, yeah, hey, what's up? Hey, Mark, I, I just had a question. Uh, yesterday, I, I voted in Mandarin, and I had a uh, what seemed to be like a modified ballot. There was only like four choices. There was no Rick Scott choice. There was no governor choice. Uh, just wonder what the deal with that was. Hmm, that's interesting. I don't know. I uh, I voted in Duval County. We had a regular ballot. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll see if anyone else knows anything about that. I hadn't heard any reports. Um, if you voted for Rick Scott, don't worry. He won. Uh, he beat Rocky De La Fuente, as we said. But it, what happened to me was, and I felt like an idiot, I accidentally filled in two circles under, under the same under the same spot. And so I ran my ballot like twice. And they go, yeah, I'm sorry, your ballot, there's something wrong with it. And I had to I had to vote again. And uh, and it was, it was slightly embarrassing. I played it off really well. Here's what happened. When I put the ballot in the machine and it kicked it back out, I just started yelling, the Russians! It's the Russians! And then uh, and then I just voted again. 3401045. We got more of your phone calls, some of your open mics coming up on this post-primary election day edition of the Marque Show on News 104.5 WOKV. 340-1045 is the number. You can also send me an open mic. A lot of excited open mics today like this dude. Go Ron DeSantis from St. Augustine. Yeah, Ron DeSantis. I mean, it, it's like I haven't seen an election that's been won by 20 points in so long. And this is an election that, you know, Ron DeSantis pummeled uh, Adam Putnam with 56 percent of the vote to 36 percent. And Adam Putnam had a lot of money behind him. He had a lot of ads. He had a lot of things going for him and millions of dollars. You know, he's been a longtime Floridian. Um, he had a, the sugar industry was really, a, you know, in kind of in his back pocket or he was in their back pocket. Or someone's someone was in someone's back pocket. I don't remember. But there was a lot of money going around and a lot of tv ads and radio ads and, and newspaper and he was always on the internet um and and donald trump rolls in on twitter with a tweet and a and a, and a rally in tampa and boom what happens ron DeSantis comes in and pulls out a trump-like win we will win and we will win and we will win yeah 
And that rally, uh, really, I mean, I think all of that, Ed, the support from the president, the rally in Tampa, everyone, you know, can, him running ads with his kid in a, in a Trump onesie, reading the art of the deal, all that kind of stuff. I think it all helped because Donald Trump is an extremely popular president, an extremely popular political figure. And for Floridians, a lot of them, uh, the way that we want the state to go, the way that, you know, conservatives are saying, hey, the state, this is how the state should go. 340-1045. Now, on the other side of the ballot, you had Andrew Gillum, who, I mean, really, the the crazy story coming out of the left, just this meteoric rise. Nobody saw it coming. Everyone thought Gwen Graham was going to be the candidate. And now Gillum, a super, super socialist, uh, running with Bernie Sanders, running with the endorsement of George Soros, somebody who wants to somebody who wants to limit your gun laws and, and, and legalize marijuana, not just medical marijuana, but like all of the marijuana wants it all legal. Wants a tax and wants to pay for education. You know, wants to abolish ICE. He is the Ocasio-Cortez of the state of Florida. And that's, uh, that's who Ron DeSantis is facing. Um, and a lot of people are saying it's not even, you know, it's not even a, it's not even a fair fight. <laughs> the thought that yeah, Gillum's going to take Florida as governor is laughable. I mean, you want to run the state into the ground? Go ahead. Yeah, and then some people are saying, look, the governor, you know, governor race, schmovener race, there's something else we got to be uh, focused on. By far, the most important election this state has seen in years will be the Senate race. Go, Governor Scott. Right, and here's the thing about the Senate race. The Senate race goes like this. The Senate race is usually, especially when there's like a, it's a governor year or a presidential year or whatever, they, it, it depends on turnout. So if you've got Bill Nelson, who's been here, like we said, I think since, I think since Ponce de Leon first can't set foot on the, uh, on the beaches looking for the founding youth, uh, he's been around a long time. By the way, Bill, Bill Nelson could really use the fountain. Someone sent him to St. Augustine because uh, he needs a little uh, sip from that fountain right about now. But you've got you've got him against Rick Scott, uh, hugely popular two-time governor of Florida, and again a Trump and endorsee. Uh, so when you when you look at it, it's going to come out to turnout. If Ron DeSantis gets more Republicans out there than than Andrew Gillum can with the Democrats, then it's in the bag for it's in the bag for Rick Scott. However, if for whatever reason Andrew Gillum gets more Democrats out there, or what's more likely, if George Soros is able to pay enough Democrats to go out and vote on election day, then they'll also vote for Bill Nelson, and that will um, that will weaken the chances of Governor Scott. But I'm telling you, when you have Donald Trump, Rick Scott, and now Ron DeSantis working in tandem as a as a political threesome. I think you're going to see a huge Republican turnout come election day. They've got till November 6th. They've got to or they've got to organize. They've got to excite. They've got to ignite and they've got to get people you know, riled up and ready to go out and support Ron DeSantis and Rick Scott uh, or else they've got, you know, two formidable opponents who might take them down. Look, if Gillum can wow the Democratic Party by beating Gwen Graham. He could wow the entire entire country by beating Ron DeSantis when it comes down to it, if the Republicans stay home. So that's the job that the Republicans have. Voter turnout, voter turnout, voter turnout on November the 6th. Now, a lot of people are starting to realize who uh, Andrew Gillum is. And if you go to his website, which I've been all over his website all day, you start to see, in fact, let me go, let me pull it back up. You start to see some of the things that he's for, like, for example, legalizing marijuana. 
Uh, you know, he's also anti-gun. He's he's passed some of the uh, worked to pass some of the strictest gun laws that he possibly could uh, after, you know, several of the uh, several of the events that have happened here in history. But in uh, Florida. But if you look at the issues, if you look at like, let's look at immigration, for example, immigrant immigrants strengthen our society and have played a vital role in Florida, becoming one of the leading economic states in the union. Andrew is the only candidate for governor who opposed both Donald Trump and Rick Scott's policies that target immigrants. They don't actually target immigrants. What they do is they help Americans who are here illegally, both those who have been naturalized and those that were that were born here. So that's kind of where we are. Uh, Ron DeSantis, on the other hand, gets out there and talks tough on immigration. And that's one of the I'm telling you, it's Bernie Sanders versus Donald Trump here in November. And don't think that it's not going to get dirty. It's going to it's already starting to get dirty. I'm going to play you a clip from Ron DeSantis this morning that everyone in the press is trying to spin as racist. With, I mean, it's not even been 12 hours since. OK, it's been a little over 12 hours since the polls closed. But it's been I mean, it's been 12 hours since we figured out who the winners were going to be. And it's already turned uh, to dirty politics. Let's go to Andrew first in St. Augustine. Andrew, thank you so much for calling the Mark K Show. What do you want to say, buddy? Yeah, good morning. Uh Ron DeSantis is doing the right thing. He came right out this morning and and went right after this guy and uh, lambasted him about how he's running Tallahassee. That's what the Republicans need to do. They need not to play nice because the Democrats don't play nice. I think they, find, with Donald Trump's leadership, finally figured that out, called for what they are. Um, this wouldn't even be close. He's going to beat him by 20 points. It's not even going to be close. These are... Uh, the only reason it would be a little closer than that, I'm so glad he's the he's the winner and not the moderate Graham, because she would have hit behind a bunch of lies like Hillary did. Um, but the reason this is not going to be close is because Obama will probably show up and try to help the guy, and I hope he does. If he shows up, it might be 30 points. <laughs> no, it could be. I, I hope I hope it happens. And the only thing they have going for him is the prevaricating media. Oh, by the way, I hate to say this, not your show, but your station's full of them. Well, all right. Well, it's not. Okay. Thanks so much for the call. All right. Well, you, well, you, you can send them some open mics or some emails, whatever. Uh, I, I, listen, you're right about DeSantis going for the jugular, and that's how they're going to win. And he started last night. He is the most liberal candidate that the Democratic Party has ever nominated in the state of Florida by a country mile in a governor's race. Yeah, and he went on to continue hammering home how socialist this guy is. Um, he wants to abolish ICE. Uh, he wants a billion-dollar tax increase. He wants a single-payer health care system in Florida, which would bankrupt the state. Uh, I'm trying to make Florida even better. He wants to make Florida Venezuela. He wants to make Florida Venezuela. That's the line. He may want to make Florida Venezuela. And that brings true. I mean, there's a reason that he says that. And there's a reason that that works in Florida, because there's a lot of people in Florida who have immigrated from Venezuela, from Cuba, from countries where you have socialism, from countries where you have socialism. And it's not only not working, but it causes poverty and sickness and crime. And people are fleeing these things. You have immigrants here in the state of Florida who can vote legally. And these immigrants are remember how horrible these things were, how horrible it was to have somebody in control with socialist values who wanted to bury the American dream, who wanted to make you pay all of your money over to the government. You know, they don't, by, by saying, look, he's going to make it Venezuela. Every Venezuelan who fled Venezuela to come to Florida is going to get uh, on board with Ron DeSantis. Now, uh, there's there's a couple of other things that are going to happen. You're going to see Bernie Sanders in this state a lot more and nothing will 
nothing will fire up the conservatives more than seeing Bernie Sanders in the state of Florida campaigning for somebody. George Soros's name is going to come back up. Nothing is going to fire up Republicans and conservatives in the state of Florida more than seeing George Soros. And all of the moderates who may have voted for Gwendolyn Graham and all of the moderates who have kept Bill Nelson in office for way too long, all of the moderates who vote for Democrats but don't like to tell anybody when they go to the gun range or when they go, you know, wherever they're going, they're going to secretly go in and cast their ballots for Ron DeSantis because even Florida liberal moderates won't be able to stomach the kinds of things that this Gillum guy wants to do to our state. 340-1045. We got to take a quick break. When we get back, we got a couple more phone calls and I want to play you the attacks that have already, you know, they're already pegging Ron DeSantis as a racist because he's running against a black man. It it's, didn't take him long at all. I'll play you the clip and uh, what people are saying about it here in just a second. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5. This is the Mark K Show. My name's Mark K. Uh, Ron DeSantis, who pummeled Adam Putnam, a 20-point lead, man. Ron De, or Donald Trump's endorsement really shining through, much to the chagrin of everyone on the left. But uh, here's what he said this morning on Fox News Channel. The last thing we need to do is to monkey this up by trying to embrace a socialist agenda with huge tax increases and bankrupting the state. That is not going to work. That's not going to be good for Florida. Uh, so I'm going to fight uh, for what I believe in because I think I'm the guy who can really you could really do it and uh, and monkey it Lead up Florida in a good direction. Yeah, thank you. And monkey it. I appreciate, I appreciate you finishing your statement there and monkey it up being grabbed by everybody on Twitter, everybody um, in the media, everybody on the Internet, everybody on television, everybody on radio who has a vested interest in Ron DeSantis losing and they are touting it as a racist remark. Why? Because because Andrew Gillum is black. And that's going to be how this and that's going to be this race. That That's going to be it. Everything that can be taken in a negative light that Ron DeSantis says from here on out is going to be taken in a negative light. Everything that can be spun to a racist comment or an anti-Semitic comment or anything else they can do. They're going to do, especially here in the state of Florida. Anything Ron DeSantis says that seems, you know, that, that could even hint of some kind of anti-Latino or Latina, uh, you know, uh, methodology or, or underlying meaning. Don't think that it's going to be front page news because the state of Florida is a big win for whichever party gets it. If the Republicans keep it, huge win for them, huge win for Donald Trump. If the Republicans lose it, it's a huge win for Bernie Sanders and the Democratic Party. Nobody really cares about Andrew Gillum in the Democratic Party. All they care about is the state of Florida. Just FYI. 340-1045. Let's go to uh, Chap in Jacksonville. Chap is listening very uh, patient, waiting very patiently. Chap, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. What do you want to say? Hey, Mark. Love your show. Oh, thanks, um, man. Just wanted, to, just wanted to point out, I've seen a lot of comparisons with uh, Gilliam and who he was running against and DeSantis and who he was running against. But I was doing the math last night, and... Um, the amount of Republicans that showed up for DeSantis was almost the amount that showed up for both uh, Gilliam and the person he was running against. And the amount of Republicans that voted for DeSantis was 395,000 more. Now, I realize that it's not a primary, but and there's going to be a lot more showing up in the primary. But I, I can't imagine that that many more uh, Democrats would show up to to, you know, 
to out to out race or outbeat the Republicans since yeah. there's 395,000 more that showed up. I mean, look, it's going to and you bring up a great point. And here's what's going to happen. It's all going to be about voter turnout. And don't think that don't think that 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 Andrew Gillum and Bernie Sanders and Bernie Sanders is going to take some of that leftover Hillary Clinton money that he got paid to drop out of the race. And he's going to buy a, a like a fourth home or a fifth home here in Florida because he's going to be spending so much time here. Ocasio-Cortez, forget about it. You thought Donald Trump flew back and forth between New York and Florida a lot? She'll be here in every single neighborhood she can visit trying to drum up support for her man, Andrew uh, Andrew Gillum. And every other super social or super socialist liberal that they can, can, they can think of is going to come into this state and try to drum up support because it's all about voter turnout. And the worst thing that can happen for the Democrats happened last night. The guy who Trump handpicked tweeted about before he even said I'm running for governor. The guy that Donald Trump flew in and campaigned for and rallied for. That guy not only won last night, but that guy destroyed every other person on that ballot. And Ron DeSantis is a good guy. Ron DeSantis is a good leader. I've met Ron DeSantis several times, talked to him several times. I, I like his thinking about political, uh, you know, I, I like what he's done so far as, as a uh, as a congressman. He and Ted Cruz getting together to to push for, for term limits. You know, this is a guy who is not a, a career politician. This is a guy who's a patriot and wants to win. And he won last night. And that's the kind of guy, if he continues these attacks, if he continues going after Terry Gillum, if he doesn't let these comments about him being a racist and saying monkey it up is a racist comment, if he continues down that road, standing up to everyone and doing basically what Donald Trump has done in the party and say, it's all ridiculous. It's all fake news. It's all stupid. This is about America. This is about Florida. And this is about keeping it great. Then he should have no problem with voter turnout. Oh, yeah. All you people got to go out and vote, too. Put it on your calendar right now. November the 6th. Get a babysitter. Call an Uber. Whatever. Call in sick to work. Whatever you got to do. November 6th. It's going to be fun. This is the Marque Show. Uh, We'll see you tomorrow. Stay tuned to News 104.5. The news and Rush Limbaugh. Coming up next.